This is the Hiking Through Life podcast. We've all been gifted a journey called life. Let's see where the journey leads us today. We love sharing these stories with you through the Hiking Through Life podcast, and we're so grateful that you listen to this podcast. If you'd like to support the Hiking Through Life podcast further, we have these amazing new t-shirts and water bottles. The t-shirts come in four colors, and the water bottles are perfect for trails, adventuring, or daily use. Consider checking them out at hikingthroughlife.net slash shop. Use the code podcast and receive 10% off your first order. Welcome to the Hiking Through Life podcast. I'm Andy. And I'm Sarah. And today's journey brings us to the long trail and off the long trail, actually. So we ended up um, hiking the long trail during our summer road trip out east um, to Maine. We stopped in Vermont for a few days. Um, I was always um, passionate about doing some of the more famous trails in America. So one of those being the Long Trail. It's actually the oldest um, long distance trail in the U.S. and spans from Massachusetts all the way through Vermont. So the Massachusetts-Vermont border all the way up to the Canadian-Vermont border. So Sarah and I did a couple days on the Long Trail while we were out in Vermont on our way out to Maine. And on our hike, we met a lovely woman named Dawn. And she ended up um, being a trail angel for us. Yeah, we met Dawn while we were out hiking the trail. And I was just very gravitated and encouraged by her because she was out hiking by herself, doing a handful of days by herself on the trail. And it was just really empowering to have a conversation with her and see why she was out there and see how she was doing it. And that's kind of what my interview with her was all about, how a solo woman gets out and does something like that by herself for the very first time. So it was a great, great interview with her. And I think that you guys will really enjoy talking to her or listening to her. Yeah, Don was out for... A six-day trip we had met her on her first day and we were on our first day as well and we were gonna do a three-day trip um, and it ends up that Don offered us a ride back to our car um, so we didn't have to do an out and back her car was actually um, parked down the trails a ways about 15 miles from where we had parked so it was gracious of her and then through some events we ended up um at her place and you'll find more out about that during the interview with don um, around the campfire at her house um, the night after we had hiked out of the trail so with that we'll go right into sarah's interview with don Good evening. This is Fire Talk Chats with Hiking Through Life. We're sitting here looking at the starry sky, enjoying some wine and some chocolate in 
the home, well, not the home because we're having a fire, but in the acres of our great friend Dawn that we met. We met her just two days ago. We met her while hiking the Long Trail in Vermont. Um, we were doing a section hike, and we met her when we were at... Uh, Remind me which lake this was. Sterling Pond. Sterling Pond. She stumbled upon us at Sterling Pond. And we kind of just knew that we were both backpackers by the looks of our big packs besides us. <laughs> and there's just kind of something about the backpacking community. If you're a backpacker, you probably know what I'm talking about. When you see another backpacker, it's just that refreshing feel of, oh, you know the struggles I'm going through. You are my people. And that's kind of the, the sense we got when we dawned upon dawn. So without further notice, um, Dawn, why don't you tell us about your backpacking experience and what got you out there? I'm fairly new to the backpacking world. I started it last summer, so it's not something I've been doing a lot of, but I've been hiking off and on my whole life, little day hikes here and there. And I'm at the point now where the kids are grown up, I have a little extra time, and decided that I wanted to try doing something different. Um, I'd always thought that hiking the Appalachian Trail would be cool, but never had the time to do it. So, and it's still. And not. I think earlier today you told me you would never want a through hike. <laughs> that was after the hike we did yesterday. Yes. <laughs> but originally I had wanted to do the AT. So, so anyways, I decided that I would something I would wanted to get into. So I've only done a few section hikes. I'm working on the long trail a week at a time, um, or four or five days at a time, whatever I can get for, for time off. Um, and this weekend, when I met Andy and Sarah, was my first solo, absolutely alone hike. Um, I've hiked with a friend, and I hiked with my dog Maggie for a long time. And Maggie, unfortunately, is not able to hike with me anymore because she's hurt her shoulder. So I had to go out by myself. And it was a little scary. Um, a woman out on the trail, you feel a little bit vulnerable. Um, you're not really sure what you're gonna encounter. But I decided that I'm not gonna sit home and be scared. I'm gonna go out and do whatever it is I wanna do and deal with whatever comes my way. So that's why I was out on the trail. So what did you do to prepare for that, to kind of overcome your fears? Um, did you look at YouTube videos, blogs, I, or just I, go and do it? I didn't. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not uh, really into the YouTube and, and the blogs and sort of things. If I want to do something, I just go do it. Um, I, I did a little research on what I needed for gear so that I felt like I was going to survive physically with <laughs> most anything Mother Nature threw at me. And, you know, I just, I, I just feel I'd rather be out doing something 
even if it scares me a little bit, than to stay home and sit on my couch and say, boy, I wish I had done that. Because you never, you, you're always going to regret it if you don't go do it. That's a really admirable attitude, especially with the trails that we were on yesterday. Because, I mean, Andy and I were together, and we had Daisy with us going through some of those challenging trails. But you were, I mean, you woke up and went hiking out earlier. You were three hours ahead of us on the trail. Because <laughs> so, I hike so much slower. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to get an early start. I have to. But some of that terrain we were crossing was slippery mm -hmm. and dangerous. Mm -hmm. So as a solo hiker, um, what can you better do to prepare yourself for those kinds of hikes? It's always in the back of my mind that I'm alone. Mm -hmm. And I can't turn to my friend and say, um, you know, I've fallen, can you help me get up? So that's always in the back of my mind, and I think that's part of why I go so slow on those, that kind of terrain, just self-preservation. Um, but also, um, I have, you know, I have the best gear that I, I can have to make, you know, I have good boots, I have all that, the rain gear, and I have all that stuff to keep me comfortable. Um, and another piece of mind is I have the Garmin inReach. So I have... Um, at, at a push of a button, I have an SOS that if it's life-threatening and I can't help myself, I've got a button that I can push and somebody will come help me. Thank goodness I've never had to push it, but it's a peace of mind knowing that it's there. Absolutely. I think it's so good to have that peace of mind. And I, I mean, I like that when it's two of us. So mm -hmm. when it's one of you, I mean, that's just like a huge thing to have that peace of mind there. And yeah, I think going slow on those trails is huge as well, because mm -hmm. some of those were very steep trails that we were going on, yeah, and yeah. it was a, a rainfall for a good portion of the day. Everything was slippery. The, the rocks were slippery, the sticks were slippery, the mud was slippery. Everything you stepped on had the potential to slide up from under your feet. And that's the kind of terrain you really have to be careful on, whether you're alone or whether you're with somebody else. Yep. yep. And um, yeah, we were so exhausted by the time we got to that white face shelter. But when we saw your note in that book, <laughs> it said, Sarah and Andy, I'll be at the Bear... Bear Hollow. Bear Hollow if you still want to ride back to your car. I sat there and read that and ate my cheese and I was so motivated to keep mm -hmm. going. Yep. I was like, yes, Don is our trail <laughs> angel. We can keep going. We can do this. Yep. So, so we're and very grateful. I was very, very grateful sitting in Bear Hollow shelter all by myself. It was getting dark. And there was mosquitoes and on you, right? I was being eaten alive by mosquitoes, but there was nobody there. I didn't have my dog with me. And I'm thinking about the 300 pound bear that was at the last shelter. <laughs> and I'm hoping somebody shows up. And then I hear Sarah's voice coming down the trail and it was just such a relief. Yep, I was yelling, we're coming, we're coming. <laughs> Don't mind the dogs. Maggie, it's okay, There's three dogs at this house. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, we look out for each other. Yep, backpackers do that, they, do. They, they really do. It's a very tight community. Yeah. 
So, yeah, you know, um, I was very admirable when I saw Dawn out there by herself backpacking. And I'm very grateful that we became great trail buddies. That's just kind of the community that you get out there. It's a very beautiful thing when you're out on the trail. Everyone has each other's backs. And I encourage anyone to get out there and experience trail life. Yep. The, the backpackers that I've met, with very few exceptions, have been extremely open and friendly, encouraging. Um, you know, you make friends in minutes out on the trail. Whereas in real life, you might, it might be days or weeks that you see somebody before you really become friends. And it's just, it's a different world out there. And in my mind, you know, it's, it's safer there than it is walking down the street in a city somewhere. And sure, you're going to be scared of things, but you know, you just got to get up off the couch and go do it or else you're going to regret it. Yep. You kind of just, you got to live. Yep. You got to live. And I got to add that Don's daughter wrote a really cool poem about her just kind of being an adventure seeker. Um, the last line of it was my favorite. It was something along the lines of she grabs her towel and runs out the door. Maybe you could help me here. How does it go? Um... So the poem was written about me by my daughter, and at the end of it, I grab my kitchen towel and I snap it in the air at her and say, go out the door and find something to do. Yes, yes. Because it's outside. It's not inside. Life is lived outside. And there's always something out there to do. Yep. The world is a playground, and you should go get it. Mm -hmm. That's the story here. Yep. And yesterday, I didn't know that I was going to be having, entertaining Sarah and Andy at my house in front of a campfire, and we had <laughs> dinner together, and it was just one of those little things that, um, that happens in life, and it's part of the trail magic. It was, because this wasn't planned at all. I actually left my hiking poles in the back of her pickup truck and it wasn't on purpose it wasn't because I wanted a shower and a really delicious <laughs> locally made dinner it's because we really did forget our poles in the back of the truck but Don graciously said yep come get them here's my address and if you want to shower and if you want to stay the night feel free so we took her up on that offer and the shower felt amazing the chicken and the corn and the salad fresh from her garden was so delicious because I was craving veggies. It really hit the spot. And now the fire is just the final touch on the evening. It's been great. It's been a real pleasure meeting you two. And when I can, I'll come out to Minnesota and hike with you guys out there. Yes. There's lots of great things. Listen to Hiking Through Life podcast to listen to all of the amazing hikes that you can do in Minnesota. Thanks for listening. So in our interview with Don, I hope that you are encouraged to get out and go on a backpacking trip yourself. Or maybe if you're a little scared and feel that daunting, scary feeling of going out by yourself, you'll get out with some friends for the first time. And then by going with friends, you'll be a little more encouraged to go out by yourself. 
Or maybe you'll be like Andy and I who go out together with our dog and are donned by this beautiful trail angel named Don. Hopefully you'll have a trail angel one day. Yeah, and as you heard too, I mean, some of the events that led up to our um, interview with Don at her place where there was some bad weather, some rough trail conditions, and it just wasn't conducive for like an enjoyable backpacking trip. Um, so that's why Don ended her um, hike short, and she was gracious and gave us a ride back um, to our place. And then Sarah, leaving her hiking poles in Don's truck accidentally, that's how we ended up back at Don's. Um, and that's how we actually were able to do this interview with her. Uh, and she was gracious enough to feed us a meal and let us shower and let us stay at her place. And yeah. it was great. And that's what you heard, like, in our interview with her. Like, hikers just have this magical connection when you're out on the trail. And that's exactly what we experienced with Dawn. So we know that next time you're out there, if you're open to it, it will come come to you. Yeah, and if you just kind of let yourself out there um great things can happen so get out there go for a hike meet some new people you've been listening to the hiking through life podcast peace love and hike through life